Le prince Philippe et moi-même sommes très heureux de revenir au Canada, et tout spécialement en Colombie-Britannique. Although it is 12 years since we were in this beautiful province to join in the celebration of your centenary, we have retained the happiest memories of the warm welcome given to us both then and on our previous visit. We are now looking forward to renewing our friendship with British Columbians during the coming days. That was back in April of 1983. The Queen, of course, the reason I played that for you is you might not have known that the Queen spoke excellent French. She really did. Her French is great. Um, and one of her lasting legacies in this country, not just her language skills, will be her patronage uh, of several organizations. Now, in the UK, in Britain, uh, she was the patron of hundreds of organizations. I think it was more like 600 charities in the UK over the years. It's not clear how much personal money any royal donates, and uh, we don't know that. But they do lend their name, obviously, and their, and their credibility to charities. Um, and she lent her name to many. And according to the Canadian government website, there's about 18 here at home. But what's odd about it is the Queen only took on a few of those after the 1950s. In fact, three to be exact after the 1950s. Two of those were schools. And not long before she was speaking French in Victoria way back when, in 1980, the Toronto French School became the first in this country to gain the Queen as their patron. And in fact, she remained their patron all these years. So how did it happen? How did one school convince the queen to be her patron when she was the patron, their patron rather, when she was the patron of so few things in this country? And what was it in, its impact overall? And how is the school remembering their longtime patron today? Well, joining me is Norman Godet. He's head of school at what is today known as TFS, Canada's International School. Thanks for your time tonight. Thanks. I'm very happy to be here, Ben. So that was quite the honor that came about uh, a while a while ago now. You know, the Queen didn't take on many patronages in this country, at least not in, in the later years. How did this one come about? So our founder, Harry Giles, um, started the school in the 1960s. And really, we were the first pioneer French immersion school. And, um, and it... In about the 1980, he began the process of, um, of looking for a patron. And uh, considering that our school basically is about um, learning language, using language and culture as a vehicle for discovering the world, um, choosing the, a patron that could represent that was very important. And so he wrote out, he wrote to uh, get permission from the government to ask the queen, considering that this was uh, not a very regular request. Um, and then he wrote to Buckingham Palace and, and kind of presented our story and told them, you know, why we exist, what our mission is. Um, and, uh, and then we got a response about six months later uh, with the... Um, with a letter confirming that the Queen was going to be uh, our patron and we were the first school in Canada to have this honour. It is remarkable because, again, I was looking down the list of patronages and there aren't that many, and certainly there weren't many schools, you being the first of only two ever, I think. Correct, that is correct. What impact did it have on uh, TFS, on the French school, as it was then known uh, over the years? So we have referred to... Um, 
the queen when we talk about things like our values, for instance. Our values are um, integrity and discernment, respect, engagement. And I don't think there's anyone that personifies that better than the queen. Um, she um, has been known to be uh, open the world, uh, really look at uh, building relationships with other, with, you know, breaking down barriers internationally. And that is very much aligned with the mission of the school. And so uh, we've been able to use her as our example for, for many, many uh, years. Um, there have been times where we've written to her to um, kind of share some of our successes and, uh, and someone from her office always responds, which is always uh, really exciting for our community. Yeah, tell me about that, because obviously, as your patron, there is some communication back and forth. Um, what was that like over the years? Well, it was exciting. You know, you you were able to just feel that connection. We were hoping that someday she would be able to, to actually visit the school. That never happened. Uh, but just knowing that we were getting a response when we do connect with her um, just reminded us that um, that we had her stamp of approval and that we were we were. Um, doing something right um, one of the things i was curious of course because i was listening to the queen speak obviously in canada specifically over the past little while her french was excellent and i always wondered whether that had something to like her love of languages her ability to speak them wasn't something that we often talked about uh, but the idea that your school was 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 a french immersion uh, school one of the first in the country and 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 the queen's french was excellent i always wondered whether there might be something of something alluring about your institution to her in that way as well so I, I actually think that was probably one of the, from what we understand, um, uh, according to the records that we have in our archives, that that was one of the elements that intrigued her, um, being a, an innovator, um, being the first um, school in Canada to offer this type of bilingual education. And then we became um, a model for, for schools that started popping up after that. Uh, people would come to us and ask, you know, how did you do it? What was your secret formula? Um, and so being the first school to, to do that, I think, was something that she found um, very, very intriguing and very important for a school in Canada to be offering two official languages um, to our students. Yeah, she often spoke of the bilingualism of Canada as being one of its great strengths. Absolutely. How will you be honoring uh, her passing now, the passing of your patron? I mean, few institutions in this country have as close a connection uh, to the late queen as yours did. Yeah, so we, um, this morning, I spoke to uh, to some of our community um, and, and we were able to take a moment, remember, honor her memory. Um, we did speak about our history um, and uh, and the connection that we have to the queen. Starting next week um, with our students, I'll be having full assemblies where we're going to take a moment, uh, remember her as well, honor her. Um, we're going to uh, try to collect official condolences from our, let it, allow our students to, to be able to participate in that process of, of sending condolences to the royal family, collect them um, and be able to send them to, uh, to the royal family. I think it's going to be something um, that will be important to our community to be able to uh, be part of, of um, or understanding and respecting their loss. I would imagine you need a new patron now, though. Um, yes, that is how it works. Um, and so we are going to take our time. 
Um, of course, we have hopes that uh, someone in the royal family will um, agree to continue um, and and take on our school um, as as patron, but that uh, that's to be determined. Norman Godet, thank you so much for sharing that story. It's a fascinating one and just a nice little slice of what the Queen's relationship with our country was, uh, given her patronage of your school for so many years. Thank you so much for having me on the show today, Ben.